Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And on the line with us right now is Ryan Brandos. He is a data scientist from LYTX. Ryan, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm well. Tell us, first of all, what, what LYTX is. My understanding is that it is a video telematics company. What does that mean? Yeah, so Lytics, uh, kind of like analytics, but just using the last four letters there, um, is based on a program, a technology program, in which we capture video, um, exception-based video for mostly primarily commercial vehicles, in which we use that footage to try to help commercial drivers um, improve their driving habits and reduce their risk profile out there on the roads. Okay. Now, the, the, one of the things that caught my attention was when this was posted, there was uh, a list of the riskiest roads, and unfortunately, a couple in Pennsylvania made the top. And I, I'm told that you are the data scientist. Can you tell us, uh, you know, how you determine risky roads and why Pennsylvania <laughs> scored so high? Sure. Yeah. Just to give you a quick little um, overview of, of how we, you know, collected all that data. Um, Lytics has approximately 500,000 protected vehicles in the United States, and we protect about a, oh, just over a million total drivers in, across multiple different industries and sectors. Um, our largest uh, sector is the trucking industry, um, over-the-road, um, intermodal, um, dedicated, all of those different business types within the trucking sector. And we took a look in the last year um, from August of 2017 through August or through October of 2018, and we took a look at all of the um, 100 plus thousand um, trucking vehicles that we protect across the United States, and we plotted um, all of those various risky driving incidents that we were able to capture, um, to, and plotted them to the roads to try to take a look and see where we saw the highest concentrations of those risky driving behaviors um, in, in in the United States, and get an idea of where those um, where those concentrations lie so we could give our customers and our clients the most information they could have in order to either um, just be aware that those areas are particularly risky for whatever reason. Um, sometimes that's due to construction. Sometimes that's due to just heavy traffic. It's a, it's a very popular thoroughfare. Sometimes it's just due to the geometry and the, of the you know, on-ramps and off-ramps. Are they too short? Vehicles aren't getting up to speed fast enough. All of those types of things can contribute to risky driving behavior. And so when we plotted all of that on a map, we found that the top three sort of half-mile by half-mile squares um, fell within Pennsylvania within a pretty close proximity to each other. Wow. And where are they? Um, two of them are in Allentown on Route 309. Um, and the third one is, let's just double-check, make sure I don't say the wrong thing. Uh, was on Route 181 uh, near Crooked Hill Road. And the two in Allentown specifically uh, were near Veracruz Road and uh, Emirates Avenue. And, th- and, and based on, on, on what you're seeing, those are risky for, for the drivers, right? 
Right, and it's not necessarily that the drivers themselves are the cause of that risk. It could be just the driving public around them is especially bad in those areas as well. Um, some of the things that we find, um, such as following too close, in of itself, following too close is not necessarily a risky behavior, but if other people in front of them are being cut off and they have to slam on their brakes, well, the driver following too close is going to slam even harder on, on his brakes. So, so the driving public definitely has an influence on that. It's not only purely just our, our protected drivers that are, that are the cause of some of, this risk, of some of the concentration of risk in those areas. Now, you know, a data scientist, I like the title of that, but, but the data itself is, is valuable. If people, if people want to find, you know, the, the data that you have, how do, they, how do they get the list? How do they get all the information that you have from, uh, from LYTX? Yeah, lytx.com, lytx.com is a great resource for that. Um, we publish uh, case studies, press releases, um, you know, data briefs all the time up, up on our website. And we post that stuff up for the, you know, for exactly interested people like yourselves who want to know, you know, what are the things that we're seeing out there on the road? You know, we have the biggest telematics database of, of, any, of any company um, in, in, in the U.S. And so with our 100 billion of miles, you know, that we've sort of tracked with our telematics and video solutions, um, we have unprecedented insight into what's going out there or what's going on out there on the roads today. Now, you also have a category called riskiest days and times. What, what is that and what can you tell us? Yeah, so just similarly like how we talked about uh, the riskiest roads, our, our metadata that comes in with our video footage um, also tags time of day um, information as well. So we know that a particular event happened within, in a, at a certain time and at, at a certain location. And so we also you know, did some analysis based on those sort of factors, whether we're looking at days of the week, you know, what particular day of the week is riskier or what time of the day um, these things are, are showing up with the, with the highest frequency. We found in the trucking industry that collisions tended to happen more often in the overnight hours while near collisions or near misses, uh, where they didn't actually make contact with anything, but they had a close call, those tended to happen more during the afternoon. And in general, if we talk about risk as an overall um, sort of you know, idea or concept, generally as the work week, the traditional Monday through Friday work week progresses, Mondays are generally much safer than Fridays uh, by, by a factor of about two. Um, and as the week work week progresses, uh, the um, risk uh, kind of keeps ramping up and crescendos on Fridays, and then it, it definitely slacks off during the weekend, and it restarts that cycle. Now, that, that just kind of it seems to me like common sense. We had a, a, a report from the governor's office here in Pennsylvania talking about the shortage of, of safe parking areas for the big rigs. And so when, when you give us that data, I think to myself, well, it kind of says that the truck drivers are getting tired if it, if it hits Friday and, you know, the wee hours of the morning. And so I think that parking issue has got to be a major nationwide problem. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. I mean, we have, you know, as, as horrible as it is, there's there's hundreds of those types of incidents that happen with big rigs parked along the sides of highways and stuff where people, you know, run into the back of them or clip the back of, you know, parked, parked semis. Um, it's definitely probably, you know, an issue that, now I'm not familiar with the roads in, in Pennsylvania and how those things are, um, you know, 
how they're set up or what parking situation is there. Um, but sure, I mean, that's, that's definitely probably part of it. All right, now we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have one more question for you because you have uh, some suggestions of the top issues in the industry from the carrier's point of view and from the driver's point of view. And I want to ask you about that. But hang on, we'll be right back. It's 18 minutes after 4. This is WILK. And we've been having a, a conversation with a gentleman by the name of Ryan Brandos, who is a data scientist for Lytics, Analytics, just like Analytics. L-Y-T-X is the company. They are a video telematics company, and they they do a lot of work to, to kind of keep the, the Pennsylvania road and the U.S. roads safe. Ryan, in your, in your statistics, you have top industry issues in a couple of categories. Can you tell us what they are for the trucking industry? Yeah, so in the trucking industry, we, we, we listed out the top 10 um, driving behaviors that we're seeing um, based on just pure frequency. So the amount of times that our, our customers are, are seeing these types of behaviors out there on the roadways. Um, the number one behavior that we see out there is not driving, or sorry, driving without wearing a seatbelt. So the driver being unbelted. And that surprisingly, and somewhat counterintuitively, based on all of the statistical analysis that we've run, it shows up as a really high correlative behavior to a driver being involved in the collision, um, which is kind of not really that obvious, um, considering that not wearing your seatbelt is more of a personal safety issue rather than a vehicle uh, safety issue. Um, but what we find is it shows up every single time we run the analysis. And our kind of hypothesis or supposition on that is the drivers who are willing to take a risk with their personal safety are willing to also take a risk with their vehicle safety. And that's just become a general trend that we've seen over the 20 years we've been, we've been doing, this, uh, doing this type of business. Um, further down the list, we also have late response or a driver that waits too long to apply the brakes when a red light or brake lights are visible in front of them. Um, following distance. Um, is also a very common issue within the trucking industry and every industry we cover um, with commercial vehicles um, it's always up there smoking is also um, problematic for a number of reasons you're having a piece of lit fire in your hand while driving could potentially lead to um, a problem and uh, speeding and food and drink are usually also some of the most common issues that we see um, behind the wheel ryan when we talk about uh, the trucking industry we will we will undoubtedly get calls from people who say that uh, there are lots of new drivers on the road that are not properly trained. Are you seeing that as a national trend? Because we know that the demand for truck traffic is increasing, so that means the demand for drivers is increasing. Is there proper training? That I can't comment on just because, you know, we only observe what we see out there on the road. And while we might have some insight as to how long they've been in our system, we don't know how long they've been driving. We don't, we don't track that information. That's more of an internal customer metric that they, would, that, we, that they would need to provide us. And we just don't have the type of data to support a conclusion on that yet. Okay, so if we have if we have people who drive, if we have people who uh, who uh, run the trucking companies, how do they get the information in your data research? Well, like, like we mentioned before, Lytics.com is a great place to start if they're not already a customer of ours. Um, the the information on there will give them an idea of what we're seeing as as major trends out there. Um, out there in the, on the roadways. Um, the primary kind of focus of our program is to coach these drivers, even if they are new, um, with what we're seeing out there on the road. So like the video telematics, you know, is 
kind of I, I like to look at it kind of like a pro football coach showing your players the game film after after the game on Mondays, right? And say, hey, look, we did this really well, we did this really well, but here's a place we could improve. And that's kind of what we're what we're trying to show our customers is, hey, your drivers are out there, you know, doing thousands of miles a week, but here's a couple instances where they have an opportunity to improve their, their driving skills. And so from a training perspective and new drivers being out there on the road, this is a great tool to help them understand, hey, I probably shouldn't have followed that closely behind that other truck because I couldn't see what was happening in front of him, and then all of a sudden he slams on his brakes. I should really have more distance there. That's the type of conversation we hope to have, and which is a great tool for training, especially with new drivers. Well, you have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for taking time out of your day to talk with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. Again, the, the company is called LYTX, like analytics, and it is video telematics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.